0: Hi y'all, this is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Borellis. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone.
1: This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network.
0: Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble For it. And it's good. Isn't it grand? Isn't it great? Isn't it swell? Isn't it fun? Isn't it? Hey, welcome back to Fossey Verdon. Welcome back to Fossey Verdon. We're doing it again. We're doing it again, but here it's Chicago. And Andrew, you've actually seen this one. Oh my goodness, I know what Chicago is. Yes, you have a vague knowledge of what this actually includes. Absolutely. So how I didn't did you really like this know this
1: episode. I think it's a pretty good episode. It's just uh man, they're going hard. I, I, what you I, I don't know how this sh- I don't know how this show's gonna end, but I feel like what? by the end <laughs> of it you're you're gonna wish both of the characters were dead.
0: Well I got <laughs> some good news for you. Ooh, do they both die? I mean, yeah, as Hot everyone damn. does everyone in life eventually does. They die, yes. Well yeah, but do they die on the show? No spoilers. We're just gonna have to wait and see. But Tell us what happens in this sand episode, Andrew. All right, uh, they
1: are doing Chicago. It's actually happening. They they finally made it happen, opening up in like one week. Uh, Gwen is all upset because she thinks that there's not a big enough ending number for her. Uh, <laughs> so she's like. Yeah, we gotta write a bigger ending number, but, like, because the show needs it. I mean, the and, show did need then, it, though. Let's be yeah, fair. Yeah, but then it was also more like, yeah, but I need it on the reel. Um, it
0: eventually became a battle of whose show it was because if it's Roxy gets a solo number, it's her show, but if it's a duet... Eh, it's Fosse's show
1: yeah but i mean it is Fosse's show he's the director she wanted it to be his show she made him the director
0: because he was the only one that would hire her
1: yeah (laughs) and then she gets all upset when when he's like well you're really not that great sorry
0: (laughs) (laughs) like the rehearsal scene where they're doing the puppet number and he has like this really intense choreography and he's like no just just sit there
1: yeah uh you know it's it's a little sad but it's like you know if you can't do it, you can't do it, you know?
0: Andrew believes that theater is a meritocracy.
1: I believe that art is... Art in some form is a meritocracy. As much as that word is used in, in very bullshit fashion usually. Yes, it is.
0: I- I'm I feel like trolling art, when I say it right
1: now. <laughs> I feel as though art... Art, if anything, is a meritocracy. Art is the one thing you could maybe argue. <laughs> though the existence of pop music and money in art, maybe not. <laughs>
0: money is the ultimate merit
1: yeah. <laughs> money is the uh, all the good noodle stars on my board uh
0: how did you like really the whole episode is just about how, how Gwen
1: just keeps getting wait what happened you just kind of glagged out for me I, I missed what you said
0: no, doesn't matter. Just keep going.
1: I was I was going to say, the whole episode is really uh, just just Gwen getting screwed over over and over again and then reacting in very poor ways to it as well.
0: Right. And it, what about Fosse? I mean, he's not guiltless.
1: No, but, I mean, he, you already accept that he's a terrible person at this point.
0: <laughs> just because we're used to him being terrible, we, we kind of are focused on Gwen.
1: Well, yeah, it's like, you know, he's terrible and he's going to probably continue to be terrible. <laughs> and he does so he's cheating on his uh new girlfriend now with random actresses just like he always has and giving very awkward uh monologues about how no one likes him it's like a <laughs> listening to him talk is like reading from like the incel board on reddit or something it's like but he
0: is not an incel he is like the <laughs> opposite of an incel
1: i know it is bizarre <laughs> like nobody likes me though right right nobody likes me
0: no everybody loves you juice everyone loves you
1: nobody loves me though
0: they, they all love me but no one likes
1: me oh it's uh it's really something and then then there's the the whole plot about them having their kid which i don't really understand how it quite fits in really uh but i
0: feel like it's a it's bit there. of story that we needed to elaborate on like maybe it links back to Faz he's like reason why he doesn't feel like a man and feels like he has to fuck everything that moves because he's infertile
1: perhaps or or maybe they're trying to make some sort of reference that maybe it isn't his kid
0: i don't think so i think there's enough genetics there to show that it's his kid
1: no i mean i don't know i don't know it really feels like they're hinting that it might not be but
0: they Who do knows? bring up um, Verdon's son that we just dropped for a while.
1: Yeah, does he ever show up again? Did he ever nope. show up at all in the first place? Nope. I don't even remember him.
0: There's a baby. He was a baby. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he did show up the one time.
0: But yeah, uh, only as a baby.
1: So then she also ruins her vocals by swallowing confetti from a confetti gun.
0: Yes. Which that, I that, can't that, imagine... That... That actually happened and damaged your vocal cords for like ever.
1: Yeah. No, those confetti cannons—you shouldn't face those towards like musicians or, or actors or
0: or people or or trees in California. Like no matter what. Really, anybody. There was a there was a video
1: of a band that I I used to watch of a confetti cannon hitting the bassist right in the nads, and he actually got a he he was no longer able to play for like uh two months. They had to replace him on tour.
0: Why did his testicles radiate all his musical talent? Uh,
1: no, he couldn't walk.
0: <laughs> oh! Oh! <laughs> My bad! <laughs> you don't want to get now? hit in the nuts? His dad's okay?
1: Yeah, I think he's fine now. Uh, but, yeah, you don't want to get hit with one of those confetti guns. Uh, oh, and the scene where she's trying to, trying to talk to, uh, to Bob over the phone while her vo- voice is fucked from the surgery? Oof, that's painful.
0: Yeah, and... I think this is a time we bring up how really good Michelle Williams is as Verdon. She is, like, acting circles yeah, around, very good. around Sam Rockwell, who is just not acting as Bob Fosse. I mean, I don't really know how Bob Fosse really acts. I think he he's
1: he's doing an okay job. But, he's uh, doing
0: an okay job because I like Sam Rockwell, and I like seeing more of him. Um, But he's not putting on a performance. No, it's it's a lot of makeup and a bald cap and you know put some rings around my head so there's only one Harold's musical good. number really worth noticing here um and that is the we both reach for the gun and actually razzle dazzle where she like yeah there's razzle dazzle where she sings that fossy
1: yeah and the razzle dazzle is them getting uh going for an adoption
0: yes it means two things Andrew um, it means two things but with the context of Chicago does that mean more to you
1: I don't think I remember anything in Chicago in referencing how they're using this song.
0: I mean, let's talk about how the show uses the songs. Like, you, for Pippin and all that, you thought it really understood Pippin and used the songs there very well.
1: Yeah, because I feel like with Pippin, it was very much uh, describing where Bob Fosse was at pretty well. Does Razzle Dazzle have anything to do with uh, not putting being able to have show? children? And...
0: Putting on a show for people yeah. and trying to frame it like you're normal? That's about it, but honestly... I feel like they didn't need to put on that much of a show, like, to get
1: to get an adoption, you just have them come over your house, you're loaded, famous, I mean, I mean they how much of a show do you really yet. have to put on?
0: He wasn't quite famous, yes.
1: He wasn't quite famous, but she is, and how much of a show do they really have to put on, like, hey, we have a lot of money, and we're definitely able to take care of this kid, uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that's not that's not a hard sell.
0: It's so weird, Andrew. Alright, imagine you and I are married, alright? I know it doesn't seem okay, like that I'm, I'm, big I'm imagining it. I'm imagining oh. it. Oh god, the gun's coming out, he's putting it to his head. Andrew, don't! No <laughs> I would only Just marry kidding, you if I know was that triggers Canada. people. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, you should have given a trigger warning before I pulled it.
0: <laughs> um you find out I've been cheating on you. Alright? Okay. And how do you react when you come home to me?
1: Alright. Well, I immediately start throwing all of the china in the house at you.
0: Babe, 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 babe. I know how to fix yep. this. Let's have a let's have a baby.
1: Oh my god, you're so right. Wow, I've <laughs> changed my mind.
0: <laughs> and that's how it works, guys. That relationships are much easier than everyone I mean, made it was it, it was beyond that
1: though. It was like She's throwing all the glass in the house at him, and then he's just like, we should get married. I love you more than anything else in the whole world. Let's get married. But I need to fuck other people. So. And have a baby. And have a baby.
0: It's ridiculous. Like, I don't understand Hollywood relationships to begin with. Like, you know Scarlett Johansson, right? I know of her, yeah. Y- yeah, you know sh- who she is and that she exists. Um she yeah, she's rec- in Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. That's her famous movie. Yeah. <laughs> She recently <laughs> said monogamy is not realistic for anyone, and I'm sick of pretending that it is. And she's been married like five times. You know, I don't know about realistic for anyone,
1: though I will say I, I don't think uh, polyamory should be as uh, as looked down upon in society as it really is. And I don't think But it I should be an agreement between both right parties. That's
0: the main thing. It's the consent part of it.
1: But, well, yeah, that's the difference between polyamory and just cheating on somebody. <laughs>
0: I mean, would you want to be in an open relationship like as you Andrew DeWolf? Would that be something you could ever imagine yourself being like, "Oh, I'm I'm down to clone with that?"
1: I mean, I, I could imagine it. I don't think it's something I'd want to do right now. Uh, no, I know, I just in general. I, I could picture myself being a a strong cuckold, you know? I could see it. You want to be cucked? I mean, I could picture it. I'm not saying <laughs> that I want to right now. <laughs>
0: i'll I'll let becca know like um i've had conversations with people that have polyamorous relationships and they all say it's a wonderful thing they're glad they did it but they never want to do it again is basically it like i learned a lot about myself i learned a lot about my partner never want to do anything like that again
1: well you know not everyone's like that either some people probably do want to do it again
0: no but it's a consistent thing i hear from multiple sources that that didn't know each other like yeah, I really enjoyed that. But there's different issues. Like, so imagine you're out actively having this open relationship, having sex with other mm-hmm. people, and your spouse yeah. who you're in this open relationship with isn't actively searching and that's bringing guilt to you. That is what has often ended these relationships. It's the fact no, that only one partner is out actively embracing let the me open put, side of let it.
1: Let me put this towards you, though. Do you only feel guilty for that because our society has so strongly, uh, forced monogamy down everyone's throat that you feel guilty for it because you feel like it should be monogamous
0: well let's just frame it as a, in a metaphor it's the same as a sexual relationship where only one person comes every time they have sex like, so
1: like every every sexual relationship right is, that's is how it always is is it yeah i'm pretty sure that's 100 of them right
0: uh patrons let us know in the comments how often do I mean, you and I've your never, partner
1: come i've never had sex so i couldn't really say
0: Oh, um, red pill. You're on the brain cell Reddit. Black pill. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, that's basically a app comparison. I figured to what an open relationship is, where only one side is participating.
1: Um, I mean, sure, but both sides are able to participate. So. Well, it, I don't know.
0: I feel like it's a I part think... of that trust thing, where you feel like you're the degenerate once again because of society standards.
1: Well, yeah, and that's what I'm saying is it's not because of polyamory or anything like that. It's because society is basically made you feel like that this is what you should be doing.
0: I I don't understand a lot of things, but I don't think I could do polyamory because I have a hard enough time like being emotionally available for the people I am there for. Jess, you're not able to be emotionally
1: available for yourself. And that's the real problem.
0: You know, you might have a point there. (laughs) I need to go and log on to BetterHelp.org and use the promo code. If BPM. you can't, <laughs> if you can't
1: be there for yourself, you can't be there for anyone else. And I think it's very clear that Bob Fosse cannot be there for himself.
0: Or to quote everyone's favorite musical, Rent: "You'll never share true
1: love until you love yourself." I should know. Exactly. That that is actually a <laughs> quote from Bob Fosse's memoirs. <laughs> I wonder what Bob Fosse would think of Rent He'd probably be like Where's the razzle dazzle There's not a
0: single dance scene worth watching In Rent Honestly though there there kind of isn't <laughs> Is there <laughs> any real dancing in Rent Maybe Rent's the best musical ever because there's no dancing
1: in it. Uh, in I think that would not Make it the best musical ever no
0: so excited um patrons um we're gonna be talking about rent again soon and i'm real actually pumped for it oh boy am i not we're giving it a fair shake this time
1: yeah because last time we didn't give it a fair shake we just watched it then watched it again then watched an opera of it and we just we just did not give it a fair shake
0: i think we were being a little unfair and i'm actually thinking of bringing someone on who likes rent and framing it more as a debate (laughs) A debate between who? Am I the moderator? Like, what no, do we do you're here? you're on the negative. So okay, the, but where are you? Uh, you and I are both on the same team. You and I are on one side. Someone else. Is on oh, the so other we're side. gonna both we're gonna dogpile. Yes, and then we, we have a moderator. We gotta get. Us. We
1: have to. We have to get a moderator, and we have to get two people that like rent.
0: I don't think. That's and then that we hard have to, to
1: do. We have to do research. We have to get studies. Uh, And we have to like really figure out no 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 it can't
0: it can't be research and study based it only has to be opinion and emotion based like that's it it has to it
1: has to literally be us just screaming at each other for an hour (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna go full Trump Biden yeah we're I we're on the negative side so we get to talk over them right (laughs) (laughs) but I I got rent is garbage rent is shit (laughs) rent uh, is absolutely the worst thing that's ever happened in the entire ever and they're they're just like man i (laughs) i'm sorry i didn't mean that
0: (laughs) you are the worst podcasters in the entire united states history
1: oh boy i can't wait till we drain the swamp this uh, november will we though we're gonna get all of the republicans and pile them into the world's smallest clown car and they're just gonna drive (laughs) right out of dc
0: the thing is, I'm so <laughs> terrified that we're gonna lose. Apparently, Andrew's gonna like this because I know this is a specific trigger for him. DC is already stockpiled up with tear gas to prepare for civil unrest after the election.
1: Oh boy, Howdy! I sure do like when First Amendment rights get trampled on. Boy, do I! It's only good. Boy, do I! I wonder if there's gonna be like police officers waiting at polling stations. So when the polling station closes down, then they just like, shoot them. Start tear. Yeah, they start gassing people that are waiting in line.
0: It wouldn't surprise me. Like, in L.A., where the just polling box (laughs) is full of shit just disappears.
1: Did you know that waiting in line for 11 hours just to vote is uh, pretty fucked up and shouldn't be how our system works? Isn't that, like, a a fucking shocking notion?
0: (laughs) Apparently not, Andrew. That's just America you know it's weird that we have to register to vote i find that bullshit as soon as we get our fucking state id we should be registered to vote it it really i don't even think you need a state id you should be
1: you should be registered to vote with your fucking social security number which you get at birth obviously immigration is a different thing but they also get social security numbers so why can't we just vote using that what the get rid of the electoral college as well
0: yeah get rid of the electoral get rid of the filibuster get rid of the electoral college stack the court and pack Pack the courts. Let's go.
1: Fucking no more going easy on these Republicans. They've proven that they will do anything in their power to keep their power. Let's do it right back to them. Fuck them.
0: Fuck <laughs> them. <laughs> oh God. So Bob, you Bossy. get you get rid of
1: the. Uh, you get rid of the electoral college there will never be another republican president
0: well yeah because there's just more people that have common sense and want to move to other places with common sense god forbid the the intelligent progressives want to live in fucking the middle of bumfuck georgia missouri all right so bob fossey who would he vote for bob fossey would probably be a trump supporter
1: (laughs) he might be you know it's actually it's actually a phenomenon like a lot of uh a lot of, like, famous, like, actors and things like that, they're, they're very, like, Randian, like, uh, libertarian because, yeah, because they, they feel like if they were able to make it, then anyone can make it, so as they, they kind of get that, like, uh, that mentality where it's like, well, these other people must not be working hard enough, I mean, I was able to do it, you know? I feel like Bob Fosse might have that mentality, though I don't want to put, uh, words in his mouth, I don't know what his actual politics were.
0: I, I, I feel like he was anti-Reagan, which, now that I think about it, it probably makes sense that he would probably not be a Trump supporter.
1: Uh, Trump and Reagan have literally the same political slogans.
0: (laughs) And I hate them both equally. I mean, if you had a gun and you had Trump, Reagan, and Mike Pence and only two shots, who would you kill? Uh
1: probably Reagan and Mike Pence. You let Trump live? Uh without Reagan, Trump would never become president. So
0: it would delete Reagan from history. Well then a lot of people with AIDS would still be alive yeah now a lot of people who died of COVID um, will still be alive you know what andrew you've so- you solved the world kill reagan i did it you you I you mean, are just like squeaky from you should have killed reagan
1: i mean reagan nixon and bill clinton did a lot of fucking damage to our political system uh and it hasn't really gotten much better
0: <laughs> and dick
1: cheney oh of course dick cheney but that that was like later that was after everything already got fucked <laughs> he
0: just didn't do anything <laughs> to help hmm so bob fossey we got one more episode of fossey vernon aka jess and andrew wallow in the election depression well
1: i mean on the real go vote guys come on please vote on the real i'm voting early uh i'm sure i think jess has already voted i voted already um, it's done it's turned in i got my email saying it's there i'm voting next saturday so i'll be done then uh, will you be
0: done then or how how long are the uh, well you're in new york you don't have, like, online or mail-in voting? Uh, we do, but I, I don't want to uh, take the risk I'm I'm voting in person. Okay, that's fair. I I mean... I, I know I,
1: who's in charge. I know who's in charge of the post office, so...
0: I, I know my city clerk, <laughs> so I literally walked my ballot up to my city clerk in her office and handed it to her.
1: That's a little different. I don't really know where I'd bring it or anything like that, and I do know where the early, early voting uh, booths are, so... And I, I trust that, so... Okay. I already work a job where I'm... Uh, my girlfriend is also voting, and my sister actually just voted by mail from out of state. So,
0: how's your sister doing?
1: Oh, she's phenomenal.
0: I'm not gonna lie; I've always kind of wanted to have her on the podcast and have like I I don't think she day. would have any anything of note
1: to say. To be fully I don't know you.
0: why, but I feel like she'd be real funny.
1: I, you know, I don't know why. Where you're getting that from? She might be, but I don't know why you would think that.
0: Cause Andrew, she's got <laughs> your blood running through her veins. Like it's got the wolf blood.
1: Oh boy, oh boy! Jess is at the uh, coming in with the eugenics argument here. Oh no!
0: <gasps>
1: no, nah, it's a, it's it's true though. She's got the DeWolf blood. She's got that Norse blood running through her.
0: <laughs> on that note, we'll see you guys next time on Patreon <laughs> Plus Cheese or whatever this show's called.
1: I, it's I don't know. I'm excited to see Fosse invert and Verdon die. I, I mean, I'm I'm ready for it. <laughs>
0: And then we're talking about the Muppets, Andrew. Like, a and then bunch the Muppets, of Muppet movies.
1: There is so much Muppets content that we have to go through. Are we going to do the TV shows as well? We
0: won't do the oh, TV God. shows, but we'll do a couple TV movies. I, I have a list of things to want to cover, and it's not going to be extensive. We are,
1: we are not, not, not doing the fucking Muppet Wizard of Oz again. I'm not talking no, about No, no, we're not doing anything we've done on the show. I'm not watching it again. I'm not watching it again either.
0: We're not doing anything okay. we've done on the show, whether it be on this one or the Disney Plus. I don't think we did it of the Disney Plus series. Um... We will be covering some fun Christmassy ones for the holidays, which I think will be nice. Um, There's a really good Muppets Christmas special and a really terrible Muppets Christmas special. We're going to cover both of them. Uh, The really good one being the Christmas
1: Carol, the really bad one being... uh... Oh, no, we're not doing Christmas Carol. (laughs) We're not gonna cover Muppet Christmas Carol
0: um, unless you want to do a third one. But I only plan for two. Oh, then I don't even know what the really good one is. is the really good one,
1: the the uh, it's a wonderful life one, or is no, that the really they, bad
0: one? No, no, no. So the Muppets at a l- show at a few at, a little while after they canceled, they'd made this like a very Muppet Christmas thing where they all go to Fozzie's grandma's house and it's, like, all of the Muppets, even the ones from Sesame Street and Fraggle Rock. It is, like, the Avengers of Muppets. Well, Fraggle, Rock,
1: it's, is, Fraggle Rock is
0: sick, so... It's, it's actively a very, very good special. That sounds then, awesome. It is awesome. It is so good. I love, like fragile rock
1: that it exists in that you can reference it and people might or might not know what you're talking about is fantastic. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things.
0: But the other one we're talking about. Um so you know that the Muppets went through a pretty big crisis identity crisis in the early 2000s cuz they weren't really owned by anyone. Yeah. Um so in that time, NBC bought a Muppet special specifically for them. A Muppet's Christmas special. But they basically used oh, it as, as an excuse to sell universal and NBC shit.
1: <laughs> of course they did.
0: so like <laughs> it's just a it, commercial it it kind of is like the Grinch's whos will show up just for a shot or like they an entire scene takes place on the set of scrubs. Because that was big on NBC at the time.
1: Ah, waka waka.
0: Yeah. Um, so that's the wait. bad one we're going to be talking about. But we got a lot of Muppet content to go through, but we're not. it's not going to be every single Muppet movie. We're going to just do a, a slightly extensive watch, and then we're going to move on to something else. We just need a palate cleanser after fall. <laughs> we needed something happy. Happy. Come on, get happy. We'll make you happy. All right. All right. We, we got to go. We got other stuff to do tonight. We'll see you next time on Patreon with Cheese.